Awesomes. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined today as I am every Monday. Every GD Monday. Why do I always start that so awkwardly? I could just say, I'm here today with my with husband, the Kyle. With slap dick who always shows up on Mondays. <laughs> Can't get rid of him. Don't know where I'd put him. The closets are all full. <laughs> That's true. We only have like three anyway. We only have three, and they are all full. <laughs> it's the last... By the way... Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard you a couple days ago scolding the youngest who dared to open the closet door, and there was a panic in your voice. Yes. Like, Don't open the door! It, the... the- closet in the boys room is the worst and when i say we have three closets i'm not exaggerating yeah it's true it's an old home yeah yes and the boys room closet since they don't really have hang-up clothes per se is the closet where i just shove everything and no one's opening that door except for me hoarders are jealous of that closet (laughs) they're like goals yeah i just yeah he's 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 a meddler yeah, he is. He likes to meddle in He's things. He's not a good person. Let's be honest. He is not a good person. <laughs> he likes to meddle in things that are none of his business. And that closet is filled with things that he's interested in that are none of his business. Right. Being, being cute does not make you a good person. Yeah, that's true. That's a lesson he has yet to learn. One good thing that he does, and he does do more than one. Is sleep for at least a few minutes out of a 24-hour period. <laughs> yeah. But when you pick him up to hold him, even if he's the one who's sad and you're like rubbing his back, he'll he's, give you yes. a little he pat and pat you. He is absolutely <laughs> a grade A hugger. He is good at that. He is. He is. Um, this is the last Monday of September. We're last going into the... Monday of September. Yeah. Um, the LMOS. Is there, there's no good <laughs> acronym. The LAMOS. There's no... Maybe it requires Lamont's Lamont's breathing. Lamont's breathing. There we go. Yeah. Um, It's we're going into the last quarter of the year. Yeah, that's right. Are you ready for this? I should know that. I'm a financial jack leg. Yeah, you should know that. I should know that. I'm ready. I've I'm full throttle. My motorcycle is running. Good. My moped is running, sounding like a motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Something. Um, so yeah, so as we round out the month of September, I guess we better dig into our old watch, reads, listens, and lifestyles. It's what we typically do. Yeah. I'm not sure how it would be received if we deviated from that path. Oh, that's a good question. We have deviated a few times, to be fair. And we lost vast swaths. (laughs) Swaths of listeners listeners. left. It's (laughs) It's a killing field. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start us out with The Watch. Okay. Now, this is a movie title that I already texted to our Sort of Awesome Superstars. Well, how fortunate for them. It is. They get the occasional texts from me, and I loved this movie so much that I went over to uh, our pop culture list on our uh, little superstars texting, people who want to get texts about things that we're into pop culture-wise. No dick pics, I'm assuming. Uh, No. That's probably a positive. It is a dick pic-free zone. Let's keep that restricted to your OnlyFans channel. (laughs) So I have an OnlyFans that features what? Dick pics. Okay. Yeah. You you receive them (laughs) from various and sundry sources. Uh, And you share them as you deem them sure. Oh, okay. You know, there actually probably are plenty of OnlyFans that are like that. I have a feeling. I honestly, as much as we talk about it, yeah, never once ever. I don't even know where to find. Like, <laughs> do you type in OnlyFans? I don't know how to get there. Even it's just fascinating to me, and I don't want. I don't want the mystery spoiled. Okay, I you just, like you like it to be ser- sort of mysterious. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. I respect that. I respect that. Um, so anyway, so if you're a superstar, you may already know what I'm going to say. But this past week. I watched on Netflix the movie Do Revenge. It, do as in, I'm going to do this, or do as in D-U-E, like, oh, you're do some revenge. <laughs> Ooh, that would have been a good and clever spin on it, but no, it is the D-O okay. kind of do. I didn't know if you were going to go with the D-E-W, like <laughs> the revenge of do <laughs> on the morning grass. Oh. 
I have no idea what you're even talking about. I'm just going to nod and smile. You know, do like do I know what do is okay. yes, like the morning do, <laughs> yes. but I have no idea what you're referencing. I'm not referencing anything. I thought that's what you were going to say oh, as we were discussing the different kinds of do do revenge. <laughs> that feels like a very weak wristed form of violence. It's a very niche movie. I've slapped you, but do it felt revenge. more like a love pat. That's what it sounds like. Okay, Do Revenge is on Netflix. It is a modern spin, a modern incarnation of the classic 90s, early 2000s teen movie. The teen horror movie? Not horror, no. It is just like, think Clueless. Think 10 okay. Things I Hate About You. Okay, okay. Think, yeah, like the, the the list goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is a modern, updated spin on it. It stars Camila Mendez, who was vaguely familiar to me, but she is best known for being in the CW show Riverdale. Which I never watched. We've never so watched it. Okay. Um, I'm familiar-ish with the the words you spoke, yeah. but I don't know what they mean. Yes. Um, Riverdale has quite a cult following. I've never watched it, but the way I understand it is that people who are into it are super into it, and that show is absolutely bonkers town. I feel like the greatest thing any person could ever do is something that would give people clarity to either love or hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything in the middle feels like, uh, you just contributed to the garbage of the world today. Exactly. So, Camila Mendez, also Maya Hawk, who most recently known for being... Your Hawk? Maya. Maya, not Maya. Yes. Okay, and not Mayan. She's not... Uh -uh. No, it's Ethan Hawke's daughter. We okay. talked about this. She's have we? Yes, because she's in the season three and four of Stranger Things. She plays Robin. Okay, I must have blacked out. I black out sometimes when you talk about Stranger Things. I smile and nod as though I'm engaged, but I'm not entirely sure what it's, you're saying. This is so hurtful. No, that's I why do, I I do my I do my best. Yes. You and I care about different things. That's true. We I do. I, even if I if I can't feel interested, I feign it because I care yeah. about you, but it doesn't mean I register everything. Okay. I'm not that good. Well, and I know that you have humored a lot of conversation. As have you. From me about Stranger Things. But you have humored a lot of crap from me. I'm not offended at all if you remember <laughs> like 3% of what I've said. Yeah. Three is a magical number, so that's good enough for me. It's not only magical, it's sacred. Somewhat. So, Sacred magi? Mm. There were three of those, the magi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, Camilla Mendez, yes. Maya Hawk, uh, star in this. I'm going to say, and I, I texted this to the superstars as I was talking to them about it, I, it is a teen movie. I would say, and I'm... Kyle, you know me. I'm I do. pretty. I'm not. I do not clutch the pearls. I'm pretty liberal. You're about, no teenager. Yeah, and also pretty. We're pretty loosey goosey about the entertainment that our kids pick to yeah. watch and entertain themselves with. Um, this is definitely for older teen audiences and up. There is okay. a lot of language. There are sexual situations. There is actual. So it's not for our teens. <laughs> <laughs> There's actual drug use. It is, um, it's pretty advanced is what I'm trying to say. You know what I tell our daughters who are both teens most days when I drop them off at school? <laughs> don't do drugs. Say no to drugs. Okay, good. And I've expanded upon that because I don't want that message to get so old yeah. and anticipated that they tune, tune it out. I tell them, hey, if you see somebody <laughs> using drugs, go narc on them. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I do that just because I'm a weirdo, I guess. I don't know. That's funny. They've never told me about that little send-off that they mm -hmm. get on the daily. Um, okay, so yes, it's the, the concept of the story, the context of the story is there's two high school seniors. Both of them have been wronged by people that go to their high school. Now these What high school student hasn't been wronged? I mean, honestly, and that's why these movies Other are so wildly jocks popular. jocks and cheerleaders screw both of them. <laughs> yes, pretty much. So they, although they run in different social circles, they team up and decide to enact these revenge plots on the on the um, person who did the other, on the group that did the other person's okay, wrong. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? That's the best way to yes. have plausible deniability. Exactly, exactly. I like it. It's a very good movie. It is, again, the content's a little advanced, but the writing, the acting, the performances, it was highly, highly enjoyable. This sounds, this sounds like... 
intelligent content. It is. It is. It was really good. I like it. I very much enjoyed it. Again, it's a Netflix original called Do Revenge. Uh, you've been watching a little of the Netflix, something that is Ooh. absolutely 100% yeah. not for me. I'm kind of at the point where I'm not proud that I'm watching it. I don't even want to watch it. I just can't not watch it. Oh, no. Oof. Dahmer. And I think that's all it's called is Dahmer. Um which, of course, is a reference to Jeffrey Dahmer, right. or Jeff, as he announces himself on occasion throughout the, the miniseries. This is not soft. This is not feel-good television. It doesn't mean it's not good. I'm sure. just saying, don't go into this blind if you decide to watch it. It's pretty it's dark. pretty gritty and dark and yeah. rough. It is fascinating. You're you're getting at least someone's interpretation of a look into the mind of somebody who we would who we would quantify as a very sick person. Right. It's it, it's, it's a challenge, but I I can't not push play on it. I'm three and a half four episodes in. I can't hardly handle more than an episode a night. It's, Whoa! It's pretty serious. Okay. I mean, obviously, if it's telling the story. Though in a, you know, made-for-TV, I guess is how we used to say it, kind of way, of mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dahmer, mm-hmm. expect bad things. Yeah. Now, one thing from an artistic perspective that I do appreciate, episode one is a look at the end. Sure. And then as the episodes progress with full on-screen informative announcement you're you're dancing back and forth through the timeline of his life because we've already set the precedent yeah. at the beginning that current timeline is the moment of arrest of final arrest and ultimately what's going to lead up to a, a, a trial and incarceration right. and all of that so i like i don't know why evidently a lot of people like that narrative style that that uh, flashback yeah or it wouldn't be a thing because you yeah. see that in a lot of formats it's quite honestly what one of the things that made tarantino great right oh yeah for sure yeah so that's that's kind of the format you get with it i won't spoil details and all of that but again don't don't walk into this and be surprised you've been right. given full warning it's a little gritty yeah. it's a lot gritty yeah Okay, well, I won't be watching yeah, no. a single minute of it. <laughs> and I wouldn't ask you to. I know you and no. Okay, now it's funny because even though that is going to be way, way, way too intense for me, mm-hmm. you know, I do still love a ghost story, okay? Well, if it's a happy ghost. <laughs> or it's if, if it's just like a hint of a ghost, right? I've loved ghost stories since I was a kid. We have hints of ghosts in our current home. <laughs> Sometimes their hints are louder than others. Indeed, you heard some um, manifestations of that a couple of mornings ago. Uh, indeed, and then it turned out maybe that it was a mouse. I don't know, and we think maybe it's dead. We have an ongoing anybody that's listened for a while knows that we have problems with mice in yes. this old home. To clarify, the, we think the mouse is dead, not the ghost is dead. True. Maybe the ghost killed the mouse, in which case <laughs> I welcome the ghost for all the paranormal yes. disturbances that they wish to bring. Absolutely, yes. Maybe we need the team from the YouTube channel Watcher. I'm not unfamiliar with this. To bring in their uh, their ghost files crew. I don't know. I don't like people in my house. Okay. You well, know this. Yes, I do. So... Watcher, if we ever invite you over, I didn't mean it. Just <laughs> receive it as a compliment and move on. Don't come over. That's not true. Um, you do like to have people over for like ten minutes, no, and with all the lights off so they can't see. Ooh, we the, could do a seance. The, okay, a seance with food. It's like a <laughs> a snack and seance. Perfect. Okay. Watcher is a channel on YouTube. It was started by Shane Madej and Ryan Vergara. Okay. They used to be at BuzzFeed. You know, there was a time when BuzzFeed had all of these creatives that were writing and filming videos and all of this stuff. And eventually they all peeled off and left. And now they're doing their own yes. things. Now they're feeding their own buzz. Yes, exactly. So they had a show when I think they were still on 
at BuzzFeed. I think it was just called Unsolved. I could be wrong. I'd have to fact check myself on that. Anyway, they started the Watcher channel. They do all kinds of funny things and fun things, but they are definitely still in that, um, like, supernatural realm of storytelling mm-hmm. and content creation. So they started a new series called Ghost Files, and I watched the first one the other day. It's called The Death Tunnel of Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Is this literally a filing cabinet of documents that a ghost would find important? The <laughs> yes. Death Files? Yes. Okay. And it's just an hour of them going through the files. <laughs> Here's a deed to a piece of property. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, so in this particular episode, Shane and Ryan, the whole setup for the show is that Ryan believes in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Shane is a total skeptic. Of course, everyone named Shane has always been a skeptic. Yes. We all know this. Good old skeptic Shane. Yeah. And so they have all of this like ghost hunting paraphernalia. What's it called? Equipment. Like the accoutrement. Accoutrement. The the Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well you got yeah, you gotta the have devices. The, the things. So they go to this place that was called Waverly Hill Sanatorium. It was a place where people who had the consumption. Listen, if there's any place that's haunted, it's a former sanatorium. Right? When people had tuberculosis or consumption, as it was known. Or they needed a frontal lobotomy. No, you're thinking of like an asylum. That's different from a sanatorium. They're not entirely different. Yes, they are. Sanatoriums were for recovering from. One served as a front for the other. (laughs) I, I know not of what I speak. Don't question me. <laughs> In a sanatorium, you are supposed to be recovering and recuperating from TB, but of course, about half of the patients died. Uh-huh. And so... Do you know why? Because they had tuberculosis. Yeah, that and uh, government testing on people. Were they testing people back in the 1800s? The government has, every government has always been testing things on people. Really? Okay. Um, Get with me after this recording. I'll show you evidences. From the 1800s? From before. (laughs) I can go all the way back to the days of Christ and maybe beyond. Hmm. All right. Okay. That was 2,000 years ago for anybody unfamiliar with the days of Christ. Just for the record. They, Shane and Ryan and their crew, go through this sanatorium. I don't even have a segue back from that. I'm just like, okay. I'm just going to keep talking. (laughs) I win. That was my goal. You did it. You did it. I will say that their equipment does pick up some spooky things. This was like a 56-minute long video. It made a noise when they indicated that if it did, it would be weird, and we have no idea what that means. Yeah, that's how it goes, but... I see you're the skeptic, so you don't find it as as chill-bump inducing. I'm both. I am absolutely the skeptic, but I absolutely don't doubt that there's paranormal activity. Just like there are aliens and a myriad of other things. Okay. Wow. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for this episode. If you, we're getting closer and closer to spooky season. Starter kit of all the testing equipment that you don't need. It's called the empty bag kit. You cannot buy it on Amazon. Okay. All right. Can you keep the bag? Yes. Okay. That's well, actually that's all know. that you're buying is the bag. Good to know. I'll put a link in the show notes if you guys want to go watch it. Again, it's it's 56 minutes long, which is pretty long for a YouTube video in terms of, like, I feel like this sh- should be a show, could be a show on, like, network TV. Yeah, it's it's a, uh, what are they, what's the, what are the film festivals? What's a film festival that's popular? Like Tribeca film There you go. It's a Tribeca or? film that just didn't quite make it to the mainstream. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you have any other watch material to talk about? Mm, I should. I know I watched a movie, and I can't remember what it was. It mm, must not have been that good. That's so good content. now here's a thing that you don't have to worry about watching. Whatever it was, I can't even name it, and feel free to move ahead. All right. Let's do move ahead to reading. Um, I lightly started a book um, on the old Kindle this Mm -hmm. week. It's called So This Is Ever After. It's by F.T. Lukens. It's a low-stakes fantasy story that explores this... Nope. What were we going? 19 minutes? Okay. That was interesting. We've been disrupted by a text from the oldest child. I do have this on Do Not Disturb. How did she break through? The question is, the other night, why was I texting her and I got Do Not Disturb from her? I 
I took a very stern stance with my child and threatened her. If my messages don't go through to you, I'll throw your phone away. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I bet she turned that off for, for you anyway. I don't think she probably did, and it'll come up again because she's a, she's a little gonzo at times. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is over after low stakes fantasy story. What it, does FT stand for? I have no idea. I, I got stuck there. I'm yeah. thinking F and Thomas Lukens. <laughs> I can't imagine what FT stands for. You really, is it a man or a woman? I don't know. I didn't. Okay. I didn't do any like side research. You just got to roll with this. So it could be Francis Tumor or okay. any number That's of things. An interesting. Tumor guess. is a terrible middle name. Anybody who's looking for child names, please don't pick Tumor. Right. 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 Um, Okay, kind of explores this idea of what happens to the chosen one after the big quest is over. Oh, in, in, that's a terrible question. Well, that's what this book explores. So, like, don't read this one if you don't like that idea. Book. Don't do that. Um, ju- just genuinely, in the opening paragraphs of this book, we see the main hero, the chosen one, defeating the evil one. Yes, I, I think beat Goliath. Whatever. Yes, right? yes. And then what happens next? Well, we all know what happened today. Well, not all of us. Most people probably people, don't care. Some people but do. I think a good number of people know. Uh-huh. David went to get to live in, in a cave. Yeah. It took a little time. There were a few things in between. Uh-huh. Lived in a cave. Yes. He was desperate. Yep. You want to go through a discourse on the life of King I, David right now? Or? I could, actually. <laughs> Back in my former days. Actually, oh, good. There's more text messages. Um, you suck as a person that records things just for the record okay good to know that was horrible i'm embarrassed for you by you and with you okay around me also. anyway i Don't actually forget. here's how irresponsible churches are i actually taught a course I actually taught a, not a course but a series of classes mm-hmm. in a church setting on david so yeah i could i could go down a path okay it may not make any sense or be true but i could go down the path well sure 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 um, so anyway, I only like on chapter three of this book and it's definitely very like, there's not, there's a lot of exposition. There's a lot of character and world building going on. Just okay. like there's a lot of coughing going on in there's our own tuberculosis sanatorium here. We're building in our sanatorium <laughs> behind us. Are you, which version of reading of this are you doing? On the Kindle. On the Kindle. So you're actually using your eyeballs instead of your earballs. Yes, I am. Okay. I sure am. I'm just curious. I'm not judging either way, any more or any less. As Nico is coughing in the background, I do yes. want to note that this past week he got RSV he, again. Yeah. Let's take a minute. Let's take a minute. Um, he's a lunatic when it comes to getting sick. Yeah. He's either well or he. Near hospital yep. material, sanatorium of his own, <laughs> being really, required. He, what's the, that sanatorium? The Nicolas Augustin Sanatorium, yes. the whole wing, if not facility, <laughs> named after him. Yeah. Um, I think what's valid to identify, and I think it's sometimes even in the, the world of awesome, it's valuable to identify this. What that ultimately means, punctuated by his <laughs> coughs in the background, if those are coming through, is that what? So, what day did he come down with with the croup or whatever he's got? Um, it's RSV, and Thursday after school when I picked him up is when I looked at him and I was like, "Oh no!" I could see it in his eyes. Okay, he was and coughing. then Thursday night was terrible. Thursday night was the all nighter. So yes, as we record now, you've had multiple nights in a row where your sleep mm-hmm. has been punctuated to the point where. A good stretch is like an hour and a half. Yep. Not a full REM cycle. You're awake. You're back asleep. You're kind of in a fugue state. Yeah. That's fair. But you're not You're not laying in the floor wailing and bawling. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not any less. You're, you're conquering mm-hmm. what's been set in front of you. You're conquering it. I think that's valid to point out on occasion. It isn't like our life is all freaking candy cigarettes and <laughs> Laffy Taffy or whatever the hell it is these kids eat these days. I don't think it's Laffy Taffy. It hadn't been easy. No. But you're just like, hey, you know what? It ain't the end of the world either. Yeah. It's, it's fine and it's temporary and 
I, I choose there will be an ass kicked, and it's not going to be mine. Yeah. Yeah. And gradually he has continued to recover, and I do have hope that I will sleep through the night once again. Sometime in the next month, because he's worse in recovery than he is in ailments. That's but, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I just, that was like a, a backhanded compliment, I guess. So Thank you. Don't get the big head. Okay, I'll try not to. All of that to say, too, because I have been a little bit... Uh, Sleep Deprived, a nice low-stakes, low-action book is exactly what I need right now. Just something I can just kind of like lightly flip the pages of and enjoy. I wish there were a way, because it's so hard to be be fully cognizant as to what state you're in when you're consuming something. Yeah. It's, It's more work than... I think any of us are up to at any given point in time, but it'd be nice if we could frame recommendations around, you know, Hey, if you've had the hell beat out of you from life uh, for a few days, this is a good thing. If you're on top of the world, maybe you should lean towards this. Yes. I don't know. People, people are smart enough. I'm sure they don't need that kind of handholding, but anyway, <laughs> sometimes you do just need someone to hold your hand and be like, if you're well, in this when you're, zone, yeah, when you're in the bad choose place, this. Yes. You, you need somebody to make the bad man stop. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Um, Why is it always a bad man? Uh, well, I, we could certainly have a whole discourse on that, but let's, let's save just... that for later. Let's <laughs> save that for later. Okay, listening-wise, yes. besides listening to the sound of uh, yes. a three-year-old coughing... He's his own percussion section. Yes. Um, I have been going back and listening to some Taylor Swift. Now, yeah, I... you have... Here's my Taylor Swift history, my interaction uh-huh. with the... You guys met at a club in Vegas. <laughs> nope. With the singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. So You I'm, flew on her private jet and scarred global warming I or wish, climate change, whatever we're I wish it. that were part of my story. That would be it a great be. story to tell. It will be. Um, when Taylor's uh, star shone bright across the world, when she first came into the national view, when there was the whole debacle with Kanye West at the VMAs, which I think was in 2009. What an eternity ago. I know. I was unfamiliar with who she was. And once I, once she kind of came across my screen, I thought she was just like kind of girly pop country, mm-hmm. which was not my jam at that moment in time. Um, and so I, she, I, it didn't really register with me. I didn't really pay much attention to her music until her 1989 album came out in 2014. 1989? Yeah. Okay, that's the name of the album. Yes. I got super confused. I was like, she made an album. <laughs> 1989. You were like having a... What the hell? <laughs> you were that meme of the, the guy with like the question marks around his yes. head with the confused look on his face. Yes. yes. Um, her 1989 album came out in 2014. And that was the first album that I listened to. That's the one that has blank space on it. Okay. Just to give you a, a point of reference if you're not into Taylor Swift music. Um, I'm nodding and smiling. I have no idea what you're talking okay. about. Go ahead. <laughs> I really liked that album. Okay. I liked it a lot. Well, then, I, again, she just kind of was not on my radar for a while until Folklore came out in 2020. Yes. Now, I do recall Yes, that and the impact that it had on you. Yes. Both Folklore and... I felt quite jealous. I've never had that impact on you. Wow. Okay. Folklore and Evermore came out in 2020, and I listened to those a lot. But, okay, next month... There's always a big but. Yes. Yes. Next month, her newest album, Midnight's, drops on October 21st. Okay. And so, in and prep- it's 1988. <laughs> yep. She trumped herself yes, in the dating. Did. Yep. Okay. To prepare for that, to get into the zone, to get into the mindset for this new album to come out, I'm going back and listening to the albums that came out in between mm-hmm. 1989 and Folklore. Um, yeah, Lover yeah. and Reputation, which I never listened to at all, just so, so I can so kind of like fill in some yeah, gaps. You're traveling with her. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You're exactly tracking with what I'm saying. So instead of listening to a book or... That's the greatest compliment you've ever paid me. (laughs) Instead of listening to a book or a podcast this week, I have been listening to a lot of T-Swift, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, you went all the way to the street name. Yes. I did. I did. It's been enjoyable. It's been enjoyable. Any particular listens for you? You usually have some music pop up that you're digging or... Yeah, yes and no. Um, I have had a reintroduction 
and it's probably a, like a re re or re 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 mm-hmm. introduction to Led Zeppelin. Now, when oh. I was when I was a kid growing up, yeah, an eternity ago, um, the radio station of greatest prominence for rock music here in Oklahoma, the Cat. Uh, they had a getting the lead out section where they played Led Zeppelin for a block oh, of time. Oh, um, nice. Hour or more at a time, just straight Led Zeppelin songs. And they, those, were all, those were all songs that were popular before I was old enough to appreciate them in their era. But they are also, many of them, very timeless examples. And Dire Maker specifically is yeah. one... I assume I'm pronouncing that right. It's the weirdestly spelled thing with apostrophes and stuff. Um, it's, a, it's a good song. And somehow it just started showing up on my... Algorithm is how. Yeah. It started showing up on my Spotify playlists, the random ones that I'll give a chance to. And I quite enjoy it. I'm sure because I'm a, a bit of a, a childlike imbecile, I... Roll my windows down and play the radio. The radio? No, the radio. I don't play the radio any longer because I married my radio and I no longer am on the hunt. But I prayed. I prayed. Yes, I prayed to God that I could learn how to talk, and He let me down. So I'm going to stop talking now and let you take over. Look, listen, this is why I have an editor for Sorta Awesome, because it's so easy to get tongue-tied on the old microphone. Look at everything that people would miss in the failed humanity example that I am. No, it's it's very easy to get to. So anyway, Led Zeppelin, they've got some good stuff. Not everything. Nobody does everything right. Nobody does everything right, but everybody does something right. Okay. And so there's a couple of theirs that I quite enjoy. All right. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, lifestyle. Something came across the uh, the radar via the Sword Awesome Hangout group this week that we kind of talked about a little bit, or I guess you this tell. past week. Uh, awesome Katie asked a question about strength training, and mm. that kind of perked our ears. I mean, certainly yours, especially yours. mine. My my one dog like ear. The other one got chewed off in a alley brawl. But the other one works real nice, and it first <laughs> per- stood up right tall. Yeah, <laughs> it sure uh-huh. did. <laughs> because strength training has been a part of your life yes. for literally decades. Yes, as a participant, as a coach of yeah. people in yeah. this, and I can't remember exactly what Katie's question was about it. Do you remember? Because you actually you, took you, a look. Yeah, we we. <laughs> So yeah, you you pointed that out. We looked at it. I can't remember the exact language around it, but it was it was discussing somebody. I think the gist of it was there had been a recommendation. Hey, strength training could be beneficial for something that mm-hmm. you're looking at, and it, it piqued my deal. This is an area where again I've I've lived a lot of life. I've read a lot. I've researched a lot. And like so many other things in life, when I read this, I was like, oh, this is one of those situations where, man, words are important. Mm-hmm. Words have a meaning yeah. and a definition, and words are important. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there's a lot of things that you can do with weights mm-hmm. that are not strength training. Okay. And if we want to honor the true definition of the word, whether that was what was intended by the original deliverer mm-hmm. of the recommendation, well, by pure definition, it should be something that makes you stronger. And this isn't a complex and confusing thing to figure out. It's that you can do something the next time you do a thing. You can do it with more weight yeah, than you did the prior time. Right. That is strength training. Yes. There's a lot of other forms of fitness. Yeah. That can involve weights. That can involve weights and all of that. Yeah. But if it's purely and truly strength training, that's a unique thing. Yeah. And I think at least part of the reason this was, this struck such an immediate chord with me. There's a guy in... West Texas, and my mind's going like, his name is Mark Ripito, and I cannot remember 
the precise town that he's from now in the moment. And it's not true West West Texas. It's like on the eastern edge of West Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is he is a true strength training guy. I think, Lord, he's if he's not in his 70s, he's in his 60s now. He's been doing it a while. And his whole perspective on things as he's shifted out of you know the era that he would have grown up in was truly the hey we all use steroids because we don't know what they are but they make us stronger yes and and things but he he didn't stay in that meathead realm of things Mm -hmm. he actually has an intellect and continued to push on and found himself as he was becoming older working with a client base that was also aging and also new clients that were of this older age frame than a teenager with fantastic hormones for the weight room. Yeah. And so he, he, one story in particular, I'm taking the long multiple laps around the barn to get into where the damn hay is already. But (laughs) one, one story particularly that has really stuck with me over time. There was a, there was a guy who was a, he was an insurance adjuster. And so think about if you live in a place where there's hailstorms or windstorms and things, and somebody comes out and climbs around on your roof to look and see and appraise and all of that. Yep, that's our reality here. That's, that's what sure. this guy was doing. And he fell off of a two-story roof, and he paralyzed himself from mm-hmm. the waist down. Mm-hmm. Or rather, the fall did. It wasn't like he was like, you know what? I think the, no, <laughs> Today's the day. Yeah, this is what I've been working towards. <laughs> no. He, he fell. He broke his back. All of that stuff. Horrible, horrible thing. And he was told, you'll never walk again. You'll never do all kinds of things. Well, he stumbled across... Ripito's work and one of Ripito's notorious statements he's he is a person who makes he's known for making very simple and meaningful statements that if you're getting stronger you're not dying yeah okay which is a hell of a statement Mm -hmm. and it's right Mm -hmm. you can't if you're literally if you're dying from something you're not going to get stronger so if you're getting stronger you're not dying Mm -hmm. and this guy effectively taking and adapting teachings from from mark worked his way back not just into good health but won some some competitions for his age group in powerlifting yeah and there's so many stories like that from mark's interaction with people where somebody had cancer somebody had this somebody had that and i'm not saying that strength training is the cure for all things no but there is something that science still struggles to explain about if you're getting stronger, you uh-huh. can't be dying. Uh-huh. So obviously I get very impassioned about this and the appropriateness of the language around it. And that is not to discourage anyone from any form yeah. of fitness endeavor, whether it includes weights or not. But strength training holds a very special place in my mind, as yeah. the definition goes. And I do think it's outstanding. You've done it. Yes, I have. What was your experience with it? Well, it was very empowering. I was able to um, get to some places physically for sure, but also mentally that I did not know or truly believe until I was doing it that I had the capacity to do. Mm -hmm. So it was very surprising, very empowering. Um, So this idea that when you're striving to get stronger with each workout, you're breaking down muscle tissue and it's regrowing. Is that right? It's repairing. Repairing. taking a defense mechanism it overcompensates in the healing this is in, in a uglier version of this when you cut yourself you end up with some scar tissue right it's a it's that kind of a thing yeah so, so yes the body both fixes what was broken and then overcompensates to protect you from a next supposed bout because Obviously, your physical body does not know, absent of your brain, that there might be another workout coming in the future, but it's going to protect just in case. It's a survival mechanism. So it's sort of generating new life, literally, on a cellular level. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, when I first heard this, it blew my mind that when, especially with strength, true strength training like this, you, you actually force the complete recreation 
of all of your blood vessels on a what? relatively regular basis. Yeah, it's wild. That's wild. It's wild. It's good stuff, though. Yeah. There's there's so many things fascinating to me about true strength straining. Where Mm-mm. nope, too true. True strength blood training. strength training. <laughs> yes. Um, not strength strength. <laughs> I don't even know what I got to talking too fast, faster yes. than my mouth could keep up. Yes. Um, hormones are released in your body as you do this, which actually account for conquering much of the bad crap that gets into your bloodstream that would create plaque. And things like that oh, in your vessels. In your this, the, it is the hormones. Those those fats that build up in you, in your veins, in your arteries, all of that. The temperatures required, your body cannot to to break down that fat. If you think about just fat and a melting point and all that, the temperatures required are not possible inside of the human body. It requires the hormones, chemical hormones released into the system to combat that and so you can not just maintain health but actually recover health and youthfulness through that activity because of just all of the magnificent things that go on far beyond just oh i can stand up and sit down by myself again and before i needed help or i grunted and groaned or whatever yeah right yeah it's an amazing it is an amazing thing yes I find it interesting, even though it's been several, several years since we, since I was participating in this, I do still find that I'm stronger, can just functionally Mm -hmm. lift more and just, I don't know, it's kind of, even though we haven't done it in a while, it feels like something changed on the structural level for me because of that. Yeah, it's definitely made you more aggressive in traffic and I like that. (laughs) Except that you do think I drive too fast. (laughs) Always, yes. You're you're usually the one that's wrong, but then you mf people, and it's like, go get them. <laughs> you're violent, a vile human. All right. Um, okay, to switch topics completely, completely, and I have no elegant segue for this, but we did want to talk about you ordered for yourself some new grooming products. I did, not for the downstairs apartment, <laughs> for anybody that got excited. I bought, I needed a new mustache wax, and I'm not pleased with what I chose, so I'm not going to talk about that. Okay. I'm still on the hunt for a, a, a new and improved mustache wax. I don't want recommendations. This is a journey I enjoy taking in the dark. So anybody who has been grooming their mustache that wants to try to point me in the right direction, not yet. Maybe later, not yet. Yeah. More importantly, I originally set out with the goal of finding a metal comb. Mm -hmm. For your beard. Yeah, because I have problems on the top part of my head growing the hairs. And I cut them short. Yes. So you didn't yeah. need it for up top, but no. you did need it for I, your beard. I wanted, a, I wanted a good metal comb. And as I started digging through the interwebs, there were many choices available. And But then I was reminded of a company out of the UK called Kent. K-E-N-T. Kent. They make fantastic combs. Back when I used to shave, before I had a beard, I even had... A shaving brush from this company. They yes. do a good job. I ended up ordering a Kent comb and was reminded of. Again, it's not a sponsor no, yet. Nobody's paying us. They make an outstanding product. You should have. And I told you. What did I tell you? Um, that I personally should throw out all of my yes. combs and brushes. Throw them away. Before you even get the new ones, throw, out, throw them away. No, I'm not going to do that. No. Don't comb your hair until the good ones get here. <laughs> but then I should throw out all of the ones I have and replace them with the good stuff yeah. from Kent People across the look. pond. We have had, in history, we forgot about this until this go-around. In the way back, we had Kent toothbrushes, which were actually really amazing. Uh, the Whatever the four out of five dentists that like dentine may not sign off on the Kent toothbrush. I don't care. That one, that fifth dentist, though, is like, yeah, the fifth dentist is like, yeah, don't let those other four lie to you. <laughs> They're lying to you, brother. They make, they make a great product. I would encourage anyone, go look up Kent. Look through the products. Look for something to pamper yourself with. They're, they're very reasonably priced. Brushes, combs, toothbrushes. 
I wouldn't get the back scratcher. I don't know if they even make oh, one. I just made that up. I want the back scratcher, though. It's made from human teeth. Are I you sure? don't even mind. You would. They're not attractive humans that the teeth were taken from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're like snaggly teeth. Perfect. No offense to anyone with snaggly teeth. Just <laughs> don't put them in a back scratcher and try to sell it to us. Did via, I recover? Did via, I patch that up? If you get a company in England. No, sna- no, <laughs> yes. no snaggletooth hate mail coming from that one. Yeah. as a long walk, but yes. Um, okay. That is something that you feel very passionately about. I feel like you're just feeding me to make me talk. No. I'm I've not feeding a you. Lot. I know. Because I look at I, the topics coming up, there's just more. Can I talk about something I'm passionate about? Sweet Jesus, I hope you do. You had a lot of minutes talking about your passion. Yes. So now it's my turn. Okay. You want me to go lay down? And cough on the couch. Yes, and cough on the couch. <laughs> um, Do you need something to drink? Are you good? No, I'm How's good. Your, are you sure? I'm good, yes. Okay. So something I feel passionately about are yes. fragrances. Or fragrances. I wish that I was able to say it in some very um, elevated French way. But well, fragrances. I just, I just did for you. Yes. Fragrances. <laughs> <laughs> And as such, I have acquired a not small collection of sample sizes from various um, fragrance houses (laughs) over over the years. It looks like the streets of New York with crack vials all over the ground. (laughs) If that even happens there, I don't know. I I just brought that in from somebody else's statement. Yes. Um, So I do. I have quite a few. When I very first started getting into fragrances and had begun to order a few samples here, a few there, it was so easy for me to remember, like, oh, this is... um, this is the scent. I was trying to, like, you know when you like are on the spot, you can't think of yes, specifically. Yes, it's the Jabberwocky. Yes. <laughs> I would be able to think, like, oh, this is this from this, you know, fragrance house. This It's got these notes. It's yeah. this mood. It's this yeah. vibe. I have so many now that I will pick them up, and I'll be like, I have no idea why I ordered this at all. So put out some feelers to people about who could help me with a spreadsheet. You offered to, because my yeah. gosh, you're the spreadsheet and it was rejected. master. It was rejected. Not outright. You acted like you were interested. And then you were like, you were like the dog that makes eye contact with someone and then scoots their butt on the carpet. <laughs> That's how I received it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> you- and by the way, you should wash your butt. Our carpet is a little, <laughs> little icky. <laughs> You've been a little busy, you know, like building a brand new business from the ground oh, up. That's so topic. next <laughs> week we'll talk about that. Um, in the meantime, my friend Grace, who is a superstar, awesome. Uh, I met also- Grace. I met Grace. Yeah, you did for the first time ever a couple nights ago. I yes. made her a drink. Did she like it? She did like it. Okay. Yes. Glad you could interject. She's a real person. She you is met a her. real person. Meg just didn't make her up. <laughs> Um, she also is a self-taught spreadsheet um, enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And so she is helping me put together a fragrance spread- spreadsheet so that I can keep track. Are you paying her? I paid her with some you paid perfume her with, the other night. With mixed drinks? And <laughs> yeah, and drinks. No. A roofie? <laughs> no. I didn't. Grace, why are you passed out on my living room floor? <laughs> Get up, the cops are here. Why? Why you took it that always, to such a crazy it place? Always ends up with the cops here. <laughs> Ask Donald Trump. Mm, what? No. The the FBI cops showed up at his house. Uh, yes, but I don't think it involved um, anyone building a fragrance spreadsheet for him. You might be surprised. <laughs> okay, can we talk about this? I'm t- I did not interrupt you when you were talking about your passions. I've never not interrupted you. That's how you it's, know it's, I love you. It's your you. passion. It's how you know I love you. I'm it's sorry. your favorite hobby. I will do my best. In fact, I'll leave the room. <laughs> nope. I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to walk around the downstairs for... Just walk one lap. I'm looking at the watch I'm not wearing. It's going to take 30 seconds. Go. Okay. Um, okay. So Grace is helping me build a spreadsheet to organize and keep track of my fragrance samples and the ones that I've gotten full-sized. And I'm so excited about it because now I have one document that helps me remember the notes for each fragrance, um, like how long ago I bought it, um, if it is in the general catalog for a fragrance house, if it's a seasonal collection, if it was a limited edition, if it is now retired, as a few of my favorite, favorite fragrances are. 
And I'm just so delighted to have it all in one place at my fingertips. And it is bringing me so much joy. And I think that as we continue to work on it and build it out, I told Grace when she was building this for me, I legit was like, you should make this and sell this. So many people would love to have something that they don't even have to think about. They just plug their own data into it. And there they go. Yes. You're back. I'm back. From your walk. From my walk. I did take 33 seconds. And I did hear everything you said. Okay. But I did want to comment on the last part, if I may. If you may. She is going to sell it, but not herself directly. You're going to sell it. Oh. You're going to present it to the good people as it's built, and you'll compensate her through your own windfall of fandom and popularity over the fact that Meg has the sort of awesome spreadsheet for female sense. Why are your eyes getting... Not sense, because everybody has their own sense, common or otherwise. But sense as in smells. And not natural smells. <laughs> Just Mainly okay. the unnatural smells. <laughs> Let's go ahead and rein this all back in. Your eyes got very creepy when you started talking about it, and then... Just Thank you. I appreciate never that. Never came back. The, my eyes were creepy. I appreciate that. I got the sparkle. I was excited because I saw a whole, I lived a whole life right yes. then of where all this is going. I could see that. I definitely could see that. So anyway, very exciting times. It is exciting. Yes. God, don't we all need help with like a, a legitimate repository of information towards a thing. Yes. It is exciting. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Now, something else that excited me greatly was um, over the weekend, you made, I don't think you set out to do this, to accomplish this superlative. That's the only way it ever happens. Yeah. By sheer accident. Yeah. Well, by accident of just playing the game. Yeah. You made the best breakfast tacos ever. Listen. Ever. Listen. I am listening. And I will listen. It's not often that I will accept a superlative. But I happen, in this instance, to agree with you. Those were, in fact... And I've eaten a lot of damn breakfast tacos in I my day. I have as well. I, I could do like a, a silhouette piece of art, and everybody would look and say, Good Lord, man, that guy's eating some tacos. <laughs> I've eaten a lot of tacos in my lifetime. They're delicious. They're amazing. Yeah. They're wonderful. I love them. Yeah. These these were better. I'm not even, I guess I'm an appropriator. I'm not even a legitimate, I don't even, I'm speechless in yes. this moment. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. Other than just I showed up and played the game. You did. These were amazing. Anybody that's familiar with... A true, call it Tex-Mex if you want, call it Latino, how, whatever. It has definitively a heavy, heavy Latino and more accurately, Mexican influence. Right. When you've had that kind of breakfast taco, one, you're very familiar with what chorizo is. Uh-huh. Which, dear Lord, no one should eat. It's horrible. That it's good. It's delicious. And, and it's, it's bad. bad. <laughs> it's often paired with potatoes. You might get some egg in there. Other forms of the taco frequently involve a slice of bacon, a strip of bacon, as it were. Mm-hmm. People more often call it a that than a <laughs> slice. I'm I'm borderline <laughs> below average intelligence. Uh, I just show up and I'm like. I'm, I can cook things. I don't know. Look, so all the things came together. Yes. And didn't come together perfectly. Hmm. There was, there was a Bob Ross happy accident in the mix. Okay. Well, I don't know that part. You do. You'll, okay. you'll recognize it when I say it. When okay. I first set out to do this, my imagination of the meal was that I will have a potato sliced up into tiny little cubes oh right yes. that will be crispy you always when you do chorizo one of the benefits 
and necessities of adding potato is that chorizo is exceptionally greasy. So, 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 so greasy. And so you want something there to soak up yes. some of that. But I had imagined a crispy potato, little little bitty tiny, like uh, quarter-inch cubes. Yes. And did you say that chorizo is sausage? Like, did you say that in case people I'm not are sure not familiar? Okay. I'm not sure I did. It's not... Uh, it's not, it's not sausage like a sausage link. No, 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 no. Or patty. No. It's it's like ground meat soup. It's so greasy as it renders it so greasy. Yes. You you got to have something there that reincorporates it into a bite. Otherwise, it's just fat soup. Yes, exactly. Horrible, horrible food quality. But that's what makes it taste Ugh, so good. So good. The potatoes help it soak yeah. it all up. It turns everything orange. Yeah. Including your poo. Whoa. Yeah. If anybody wanted to come see pictures on my OnlyFans, I have orange poo pictures. No, that's not true. I don't. I've not made that channel yet. But if anybody's interested, let me know. You're blushing. That's the only reason I said all that. None of, none of that's even remotely true. Well, except for the part. It does turn everything orange. But not your poo. Okay. And so you did. You chopped up the potatoes. Here's, here's how it went. Okay. Because I knew I was going to want bacon strips in it. Yeah. I cooked the bacon. I had bacon fat in a pan. I dumped the potatoes in and I got them to truly, at that point in the process, it was pristine. Mm-hmm. The crispiest little potato cubes ever. It was like tiny french fry niblets. It was wonderful. But then I had the chorizo to add. And when I added it in, everything went to hell. That was where Bob Ross was like, oh, damn. And Bob never says damn. Yeah. He's like, this is an unhappy episode. Yeah, it got a little got a little touch and go there for a minute. Yeah. But you just kept cooking. I, just cooked the I kept hell going, out of it. cooked the hell out of that part, and then even still, one of the other things that I think, unless you've done it, you don't know, eggs, yeah, do a fantastic job of soaking up whatever mess was in there. Yes. So ultimately, what ended up happening was I cracked the eggs over the chorizo and potatoes. It incorporated into a solid, biteable thing, but. The potatoes did lose their crispy factor. You could still taste potato in there, which was good, but we lost the texture from that. Thankfully, the bacon was crispy, yes. so we got some texture from that. We had red, a little bit of red onion raw that we sprinkled on the taco, along with some green onion. Mm-hmm. Some folks call them scallions, mm-hmm. but they're really green onions. Mm-hmm. Um, we took a, a Mexican cheese... Yes. Um, I can't even, it's the, the brand. How do you pronounce that? I think the brand is called Cacique. I think mm-hmm. in the particular kind of cheese that it was is Asadero. Okay. That was different. We've used Cotilla. We've used several different kinds. I liked this one more. Yes, me too. It was fantastic. That was a new thing. And then there's a company named AJ's that may not be available everywhere. I don't know. They have a relish salsa. It's a green salsa. It's a sweet pepper relish with jalapenos, but not so much that you're like, oh, this is hot. There's a stupid thing people do with peppers to try to intentionally burn mouths. That's no, not no. what this it, is no, about. No. It just had the slightest of, of mouth spice. Yeah, it was. it's like that, that great combination of... Hot and spicy, but mm-hmm. also sweet from the... Sweet from the yeah. pickly, yes. relishy. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. It was, it was really good. Honestly, it reminded me a lot of like sweet pickle relish. Yeah. With just a little bit of heat. And then it, it toned down the sweetness. Right. So it was not overbearing at all. Yeah, it was like the perfect combo. Yeah. A little bit of that on there. Um, and then... Oh, Yeah. The star of the show, honestly, probably better than anything I did. Tortillas. Yeah. Not every tortilla is the same. Well, clearly not. And our eyes were open to that reality. Tell me about this. You picked up a package. We usually just grab whatever is... Mission. Yeah, Mission is the main Hugely nationally available brand, yeah. Mission. Yes. And they're fine. They're totally fine. However, you you're, you spied with your little eye mm. a tor- package of tortillas, a couple of packages from Santa Fe Tortilla Company. Yes, These which would the, be New Mexico for yes. anybody unaware with what Santa Fe 
mean, it's not just the school district in Edmond, Oklahoma. The high school. Spelled differently there, by the way. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, it's not. Isn't it? No. It's Are you like, sure? Yeah. I think, they, I think they spell Santa with an E on the end. I don't know. They do something douchey because, <laughs> listen, no offense if any listeners from there are from there, it's a douchey area. It's true. Um, you can direct all of your commentary about that to Kyle my, at... It is, yes. <laughs> Kyle at I don't give a damn dot com. That is my email address. Send it all there. Um, okay. Anyway, these tortillas were fantastic, and they cooked up so... So differently. So differently. So nice. They were like the perfect amount of puffy and crispy. Yes. These... The only corollary I can draw, if anybody's ever been to a place where they actually make the tortillas on property with whether it's somebody in the back with ingredients in a rudimentary way or they're just making the actual dough there and they have a machine that presses and they they blow up. They're thick without being offensive right because everybody knows thickness is offensive how dare you how dare you no they're like not so thick that they feel like a flatbread or anything no but they're delightfully in between yes so the tortillas truly were genuinely the the star maker of these amazing breakfast tacos it was all in all though all the pieces come together so chorizo potatoes eggs bacon red onion oh a little goosh which is a technical measurement of cream of of not cream cheese uh sour cream the relish salsa the uh, the cheese the everything it was mm, it was so good mm, they, they were, were so good. good and that was like our main meal yesterday yeah we, we saturday we ate that at lunch yeah. and nobody wanted anything to eat the rest of the no. day it was amazing so good. You also picked up for me, because you don't drink beer, but you picked up for me a beer Pacifico. Yeah, it's a um, true import. Yeah, the full name is La Cerveza del Pacifico. And you picked up the Clara. It's a Mexican Pilsner. I don't know. I like beer here and there, so I don't really know any of the definitions, yeah, terminology, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Not a, not a beer geek, just a beer enjoyer. Yeah. Exactly. And it was a very enjoyable compliment to the old breakfast taco. I thought, and I'm no beer expert either, and I typically don't drink it, but I took a sip of yours. Yes. I thought it was an interesting, it definitely wasn't what you'd call a pale ale, but it also wasn't a lager all the way into that heaviness. It was a nice in-betweener. Very good. Very delicious. A lot of good things there, any one of them to try. Yes. Even if you just buy a red onion and put it on things, if that's all the more adventuresome you can find yourself to be. Hey, it's like strength training where you get a little stronger with each workout. Do what you can. Taste training. Yeah. Push yourself a little bit in different directions each meal that you put together. Gotta find a relish salsa. Oh my goodness, yes. So good. So good. To close out, as I mentioned... And as you probably heard, if my microphone picked it up, Nico's been sick this week, but it has not slowed him down. Only, yeah, it's only slowed down that he doesn't sleep at night yes. for more than like 30 minutes at a stretch. Exactly. So Nico doesn't miss a thing ever. And he has. But he doesn't also always catch the He thing. doesn't understand all, yeah. everything, but he doesn't miss anything. And he has heard the twins lately. They have been saying things like, oh, they said the S word. Then they literally say S word, yeah. not the actual yeah, word. They don't, yeah. Right. Or the. They're scandalized by yes, the Yes, they're word. very scandalized. They need to report on they're these things. Just for the record, we're referencing shit as a word. <laughs> yes, yes. So if anybody was confused, like. Salsa? <laughs> just, yes. just to make it clear. So they, it, Nico picks up on them saying things like S word or mm-hmm. D word or like whatever. And so, and, again, he doesn't quite understand everything. And so he had heard and somehow put it together in his mind that the S word is shut. Well, and it's either that he heard it that way or his little three-year-old mouth can't say no, he can't. I've heard him say the other. You've heard the him real, say the, the real okay, deal. For whatever reason, yeah. he thought he was convicted yes. in the belief that shut is the bad word. Yes. And so he had come out on the back patio as you and I were sitting out there visiting and was just the most impish grin on his face, trying it out. Shut. Yeah. Shut. Yeah. What are you going to do now? I said shut right in your <laughs> face. 
And so we were, I mean, you know what the thing you do when you're trying not to show a child that you're tickled by what they were saying. We just ignored it as he walked uh-huh. around totally proud of himself and pleased with himself for mm-hmm. saying shut the S word. Yeah. Um, and did he say this phrase or did we yeah, I, start laughing about it? I cannot remember if he said it or if one of us commented yes. the other later. <laughs> We should just replace it in our vocabulary and just be like, are you shutting me? Right. It's actually more satisfying to yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Are yeah, you shutting is. me? Are you shutting me? <laughs> what the shut? Oh, okay. Maybe we should just make that our family curse word. Well, I'm on board, but I feel like there's other people that need to vote before we can put the stamp of approval on <laughs> okay. it. Okay. All right. Um, anything else that the awesomes need to know as they go into the last week of September? There's probably a lot of things. There's probably, if we're being honest, a lot of things. Okay. But at this point, I've given everything that I have this to give. This is what we've got. Yes. yes. Okay. The state fair is ending. Dacey and Thank God it's friend ending. L are, are there as they wrap it up yes, you, and pack it up. You facilitated a, not a first, but a second visit. Because evidently one time is not enough, and so our daughter, our oldest, is yet again at the state fair. <laughs> she's she's a future as a carny. Ahead yeah, pretty of her. much, pretty much. <laughs> you ever heard of a claw machine or a tilt a whirl? I got them both. Come to my booth. Hey, slick, you dropped your pocket. <laughs> That's a whole other story <laughs> that probably we don't have time for. All right. Um, so I hope everyone does have a great final day no, of September. That's enough. Okay. Have an awesome rest of September. Would you? Okay, please do. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.